Hi, welcome to Jessie's world where we work together on becoming our best selves. You are the missing piece of the puzzle the world has been looking for. And here, we're going to work on finding that piece within you, manifesting it, and sharing it with the universe. Heck, I'm working on it too. We're all becoming our best selves. You already know, if you're upwardly mobile, have a great sense of humor, and are ready to do the work on yourself that's required for you to step into your best life, well, you've come to the right place, my friend. Today's topic is, what does it mean to be your best self? And how do you achieve it? Wow, that's like a super heavy, big, big topic. I'm actually super excited for this episode because it's an important question. People use buzzwords all the time, but really drilling down and understanding what is what is that? Like, what is it? It's a whole mission. It's the whole purpose of Jesse's world. It's what we gather weekly, two times a week to do. We're starting a live. We're starting a live. Actually, tune in at Jesse's World XO um, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. We're starting a live where we're discussing it with guests, this whole notion of being our best self. But what is that? What is it? So we're going to drill down, figure out what it is, and how you're going to get it, baby. Um, but before that, you already know, it's Tessie time. Da, 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 da. I got a lot of feedback. I got a lot of feedback on Tessie. So, you know, we can't leave her out. She's in the building. All right. What I going? <laughs> it's Tessie here. Um, listen, man. I got stuff on my mind today. Are you ready? Can you handle the truth? You can't handle the truth. Oh, I think you can. Well, listen, honey, you are about to handle the truth because I'm going to deliver it straight. Try anyway. What? That's right. I'm not going to the news. I'm not talking to you about a current affair. I'm not going to tell you what the government's doing wrong or what your neighbor did wrong or what a next country did wrong. No family. I am looking at you in your eye. You know, you feel it. The mind's eye, the mind's eye. And I am letting you know, try anyway. Yes. I told you Tessie was in the building, right? Try anyway. Try anyway. Okay. I am done with people telling me why they're not manifesting their best self. They're not even, they're not even off the chair. They're not off the couch. They're there with their potato chips and their remote chilling, their phones there, talking to talks, texting to text, scrolling, scrolling, and not manifesting. Family, that is not life and that is not living. All right. I know that you think you're unique and you are. This whole podcast has been telling you all along you're unique. I know that you feel like you're the only one that has faced your adversity. And maybe you are, but you're not the only one that has faced adversity. Everyone has battle wounds to different degrees, for sure. Everyone has things they have to overcome. Everyone has scars. Everyone has challenges. Everyone has different tolerances, but everyone also has gifts. And you've been here, sent here 
to find those gifts inside and manifest them and share them with the universe. This is your mission. All right. This is your mission. Do not be akin to a soldier lying on a battlefield watching his comrades fight and you're eating potato chips family. That ain't right. Okay. That is not okay. 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 It's not okay. So let me drop it right now. Adversity may be a contributor to your failure, but it is not an excuse for apathy. Do I need to repeat myself? Yes, adversity may have contributed to your failure, I understand. And some adversity is hard. Some adversity hurts. Some people have scars that that are still gaping wounds. And am I telling you, get up while you have gaping wounds? Of course I am. What else are you going to do? Our world just went through, I mean, in some degrees we're going through, still gaping wounds, changes that are hurtful, that are painful for some. I mean, yes, some are on the winning end, but the majority of people are hurting. You have mental health issues. You have addiction issues. Maybe you're perfectly fine, but someone you love is struggling. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you have financial issues trying to keep up with inflation. Maybe, yeah, you even make more money than you used to, but the prices are out earning you out here. I don't know. Maybe you're perfectly fine, but when you look out in the world, it just hurts. Maybe some stuff happened in your past you just can't let go, and you have those memories just step in between you and success. I'm here to let you know. Adversity may be a contributor to your failure, but it is not an excuse for apathy. What is apathy, Jesse? Ah, this ain't Jesse. This is Tessie. Don't get it twisted. I'm not going that easy on you. Apathy is the lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern for one's life. The lack of interest, enthusiasm, and concern for one's life. So if you're just chilling and you're comfortable where you are, sometimes it's not even like an issue of you're not fighting hard enough. Sometimes it's an issue of you're not fighting at all. Um, I've used this quote before from Tamar, a body in motion stays in motion, a body at rest stays at rest. We need to get you in motion towards success. It's very, very important. And then we need to keep you encouraged along the way so that when those ghosts haunt you, we talked about in the last episode, slaying those ghosts from the past or the battle wounds start to get to you, You know your purpose and you're focused on the light you're walking toward. All right. But sometimes people just don't even want to get up. And those are the people I'm talking to. They don't want to even get up. They're comfortable. Okay. It's not okay. You are wrong. You are wrong. Okay. You are a fallen soldier. You are robbing the world of your gifts. Okay, you need to start living on purpose intentionally. We need you. We need you now. I grew up in the hood. I talk about it all the time. I'm sure it happens other places. I can only refer to where I grew up, right? But here's what I know. Actually, you know what? I might have grown up there, but then I moved out of there. I just said, move past your past. Let me do the same. I've met people at every walk of life that's quite comfortable and happy. The ones that are the most successful are the ones who are not 
comfortable and are not happy staying where they are. Okay, but I've been in the hood under, I've been in, you know what, it wasn't all bad. I always say it wasn't all bad. But there were times where the conditions were a little rough. And there are times where it was very rough. And poverty sucks. Poverty isn't any fun. It's no fun at all. If you've ever been poor, it's it's like you can have fun when you're poor. But being poor is not fun. Like if you if you have the option to have money or be poor, nobody is turning down a lottery ticket that's a winning one. I don't care who you are. I, I refuse to believe that you are turning that down. No, no, thanks. I won the lottery. No, keep your three million. I don't need it. No, you're going to take it. And why? Because poverty is uncomfortable. It sucks. It sucks so bad. That's why we're even, that's part of why we do this podcast. Because as you find your gifts, nurture them and manifest them in this world, it's going to bring abundance to you. It's actually going to help you come in alignment with yourself and you're going to be financially successful. So that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful byproduct of the work that we're doing here. So poverty is not like, and there's no need for anybody to be poor. This world is filled with riches. God filled the world with enough riches for every one of us. Trust that. Trust that there's no, yes, there's gluttony and there's greed. And that's a whole other issue. And I'm sure we're going to cover it in an episode at some point. But but just like there's gluttony and greed, there's apathy. There's apathy. There's people taking too much. And there's people not even getting up to take even anything at all. All right. So I've been in situations that start at the hood where people have, okay, they're comfortable not having much. They know it sucks in a way, but they're comfortable. It's the sucks that they know. As they say, the devil they know, right? All right. Maybe they have an addiction issue. They're comfortable. Maybe they lack education. They're comfortable because the opposite would be that now they have to go seek out education. They have to go seek out help for their addiction. They have to go seek out skills and opportunities for further employment in life. And that can become uncomfortable for all types of reasons. One, can you do it? Are you being judged? And listen, I'm not judging anyone. I was there for everything. I've had great jobs where I've been the only one in the room who's black or I've been the only one. And and sometimes they don't even know I'm black because I'm mixed. So that's a whole other thing too. What people will say behind closed doors when they don't know who you are. (laughs) It's quite interesting. But um, yeah, so I've been young, the youngest person. Most of the time, I'm the youngest person in the room. I climbed my ladder quick. I started very young. That's why. So a lot of the times you feel inadequate. I'll be the only one with a postal code that's in the hood, you know, the postal code that the pizza pizza won't deliver to. Yeah. And then you're, you're around a table with people who are pushing Benzes and have 401ks and you know, you're going back to a place that they don't deliver pizza. Shit. That ain't no joke. You know, that's adversity, right? A lot of people will say, make excuses for others too. All right. They'll make excuses for others. Honestly, I mean, I love my mother. I love my mother dearly. She knows this, but I mean, it's not a secret. I didn't grow up with my parents, right? I grew up, my grandmother raised me 
my uncle helped. He was a few years older. And so big brother, uncle, dad, you know, type vibes. And that's the home I grew up in. Okay, that's my story. That's my story. I'm not taking anything away from anyone. That's my story. Okay. But along with that story, of course, right? Of course, there's the fact that my mother left. And a lot of the times people will t- will say like, oh, but she went through this or she went through that. Yeah, I hear that. And we've mended fences and we're we're good. I love her dearly. She's one of the closest people to me. But I think she would agree when I say adversity may have contributed to the failure, but it's not an excuse for apathy, right? It took her 10 years. She left when I was four. She didn't come back till I was 14. It took her 10 years to, to kick the, th- to, to, to address the issues that were prevalent in her life that took her from me. You understand? It took her 10 years. Okay. But she clearly was not apathetic because if she was apathetic, if she wasn't taking steps to move forward in her life, uh, she wouldn't be in my life right now, would she? And she wouldn't have came back. And although she came back and we didn't live together and like, it's a different relationship then maybe if that never ha- obviously then if that never happened um it's a relationship we have a relationship i mean i think that's amazing so i don't think like people might go okay you know you have to understand but i would think that the person who takes accountability for their life and themselves don't even want that from others and honestly it might be a contributor but it's no excuse for apathy, right? People say, and here's here's where Tessie gets mad. Here's where Tessie gets mad. When people say, well, you know what? They're, this person's like that. Yeah, they did this thing. Their life is all messed up, but they but they grew up in the hood. Me, me too. Me too, fam. I think we were neighbors. <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah, but you don't understand. They They... They, they, they went through abuse. Me too. Me too. No, no, no. But you don't, they were in the foster care system. Me too. Me too. So this is, this is the me too. I can relate. Me too. Okay. Me too. No, no, no. But like, you know, you understand that they lost their loved one. Me too. Honestly, now I'm not saying every form of adversity that you throw up, I'm going to be able to slap it down with a me too. And I'm not even trying to win the adversity Olympics over here. I'm not like, I wish I didn't go through all that. Well, yes and no. Cause it, you know what they say, it made me who I am. And at the end of the day, I know each of those things I went through, even the horrible things shaped the person I am, and actually, as I'm, I'm stepping into my own best self now. I'm loving the person I am. I'm every day. I, I'm challenging myself. There are, there are times like even recording an episode is hard. I have, I have to move myself. I have to, I have to step out of apathy. I have to step into my own divinity, my own greatness, my own holding myself accountable. 
and getting what I want in life and putting myself out there and risking the fact maybe nobody likes my podcast. Maybe everybody thinks I suck. (laughs) And I have to risk that and do it anyway because it's authentic to me. And, 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 and my whole platform and what I believe in and pushing everyone to be their best self is authentic to me, right? Yes, maybe I could be doing something different. Maybe I could do something that's like the latest trend. Maybe I could be telling jokes. Maybe I could be doing a TikTok dance. Maybe I could whatever. I understand. But this is the gift God gave me. So me... If you look at an army back to the battlefield, Mr. and Mrs. Apathetic, who I'm addressing today, back to the battlefield. If you look at an army, different people are trained in different skills, right? And different people have different ranks, okay? And different people have different responsibilities and orders. But together, a well-oiled machine, they go out, and accomplished a mission. I'm not advocating for war here, especially in these times. Definitely not doing that. What I am saying is everyone plays their position, then it gets done. Now, if people are there looking at each other, why is he a corporal and I'm a captain? And why is he a, I'm sure that happens, but If you're not getting off the couch because you're not where you want to be, you're not going to get where you want to be. Switch it around. Call it sports, right? You can't be like, why does he get to be, you know, a forward and I'm a center the whole game? Or you're not going to win the game. I assure you that. I assure you that. If we're trying to slam dunk life right now, yeah, we kind of need to find our own inner gifts and nurture those. We need to highlight, shine a light on our gifts. There's this theory. I know Tessie, Tessie's, Tessie's real analytical today. Tessie's not even mad. Tessie just wants to, yeah, I am mad. I'm mad with people who have excuses. I'm try anyway. I don't, I don't say you didn't go through some shit. Me too. But I'm saying try anyway. I don't care what you think you went through. I don't care what you think you went through. I'm here for it. I have empathy. My, I am an empath. It's one of the things that is the best and also an Achilles heel um, in terms of the type of person I am and who I am. But Tessie doesn't like, no, sorry. You don't get to, to be apathetic. I'm sorry. That's not what we're doing on this platform. That's not what we're doing here. We're not licking our wounds. This is not a pity party. We're not here to lick our wounds. I'm sorry you went through some shit. I'm sorry you're going through some shit. I apologize. I hope that resolves. I hope that you heal and nurture yourself and love yourself. That's what this is about. That's what that's where the healing begins. Understanding your worth and 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 developing yourself and building yourself, loving yourself and growing into your best self. That's the only way to heal. That's the only way to get over the fact that life is not easy. I know. I know. I know. There's days I feel the same way. This is not a judgment. Because I've been there, I can say this. Because I've been there, I can say this. Okay? If I had never been there, 
maybe it would be egregious and you know audacious for me to even go there. No, I've been there. I don't need to. I, I it's no problem to go there. I've been there, right? I've been there. I can walk up in certain places in Africa. I understand because I've been there. They know oh, what a guan. You're here again. Yeah, I'm here. Are you good? I'm passing through. Just making sure you're okay. Yeah, man. Good. I couldn't do that if I hadn't been there before. So this is not a judgment. This is just facts, straight facts. Okay. I'm just giving you the facts of the fact of the matter. We need you and we need you now. We need you to get up. You have support. This podcast is support. Okay. Hmm. Follow us on, in, on Instagram at Jesse's World XO. That's support. I just, I just opened a Facebook group that's literally supporting you becoming your best self. And it, it, it manifests peer support. We can support each other. You're not alone on this battlefield of life where we're trying to preserve our integrity and keep ourselves good and focus on our inner gifts. And I don't care what you did in your past. You may think you're too far gone. You're not. You're not. Don't give me that shit. Nobody, nobody's too far gone. You're not too far gone. You're not. I don't know what transgression you have. You're not too far gone to start rebuilding. You're not too far gone to stop those transgressions. You're not. You're not. You can do it anytime. I have a poem out. You can search it up on YouTube by Jessica Lambert, Becoming Black History. It's, it's in honor of black men. And I had a man write me because he changed his whole life off of that poem. Hey, that's one of the most beautiful things, you know? If you can touch somebody's heart and help them transform themselves. Oh my gosh, that man passed away a few years later and his family wrote me. They'd never met me. He never met me. That's why I know the power of social connection is real, right? Because we're all neighbors now. We're all neighbors. We need to be neighborly with each other because online, you know, the internet, it's it's brought us together in that way. Of course, people can use it for pain because that's, the, that's just in life. People do that too, but you can use it for good. And his family, they, they reached out and they invited me out to the funeral, even wanted me to speak because they said this, this man changed his life off of that poem. It's insane. It's insane. I wasn't able to make it only because um my best friend had passed away and then the same day that um his funeral was was the same day her mother then afterwards passed away. And my godchildren, her children are my godchildren. You know, they needed me. I needed to be there for my godchildren. So, you know, but any way you can help touch a life is always a blessing. God is so good. You know, he, he got a few great years. So that you're, you're never too far gone, man. You're not. You're never too far. You can start step by step, baby step by baby step. If it hurts to get up off the couch, use your arms, push yourself up. If you need a hand, you know, like you see those wounded soldiers arm in arm, they help each other up and they put the arm over each other and they will stumble around, but they're stumbling forward. If we need to stumble forward here at Jesse's World, we'll stumble forward. That's okay. And I'm not in that. Cool, man. We will stumble forward. Cool. It's all good. Because eventually you'll heal bit by bit. You'll get stronger. Your stride will get stronger. 
tutus were walking. We don't even need to have our arms around each other like that. The love is there though, you know? And we're walking and we're talking. Tutus, you start to forget what you saw on that battlefield. And like, you're just happy in the moment. We're just holding a meditation like right now. We're vibing. Next thing you know, you what? We're horsing around. We're running around. Life is improving. You are being yourself. You are stepping into your own authentic greatness. What? You forget the couch. You forget lying on that battlefield. You forget not being able to come up. We're making jokes. We're right now. We're jogging. We're 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 trying to outrun each other to the finish line. Shoot. We're we're sprinting. Hold on. What's happening? We're sprinting. Remember when you were lying down? Do you remember when you didn't want to get up? Do you remember when you thought you were too far gone and this was, you're, you're, we're running around, we're joking, we're sprinting. Hold on. What's that? We take off. We are flying, like actually flying. We're flying. We're flying. Where are your excuses now? Nowhere. They're on the battlefield. They're in the past. We're flying. <laughs> do you want to fly? Or, or do you want to lie in the battlefield? Do you want to fly? Or do you want to live in the past? Do you want to sit down on your own in misery and lick your wounds? Do you want to perpetuate some of the negative things you've experienced and seen and felt? Do you want to hurt others because you're hurt? You just want to go around hurting people now? That's you? That's who you want to be? That's your that's that's what you'll allow to become your authentic self? Do you think that's why you were sent here? Come on. Don't be too much of a coward to face your inner beauty. What? Yeah, don't be too much of a coward to face your own inner beauty. I know it's scary to see your light. You think your light is a weakness maybe. Maybe the things you've been through, you've been taught that's a weakness. Maybe it's disappointing. Maybe it's a reminder. And I can relate to the fact that looking at your gifts and knowing you didn't develop them sooner hurts. I didn't walk a path that was negative like that. I've always tried to be a good girl, even in a bad situation. That's why I can say that, yeah, the... (laughs) Maybe the situation contributes to the failure, but also it can be a stepping stone to success. It can be, and I, and, and it's not an excuse for apathy. I know because I lived it. I'm living it. I'm I'm constantly trying to turn adversity into stepping stones. Constantly. I think if that was a business, I'd be a, a billionaire because I, I I've been doing that since I came out the womb. I've been I've been turning adversity into stepping stones. Or I'd be, I'd be gone. I'd be dead. I'd be the shit I've gone through, for sure, for sure. You don't even want me to tell you that story right now. Don't worry, I'll write a book at some point. You don't want me to tell you that story because you'll cry. You'll, you'll think shit. <laughs> and you've been through shit too. This is not the going through shit Olympics. So nobody's trying to up on nobody. I don't want to up nobody. I don't want to go through nothing bad. I don't. I'm not glad that I went through. I, I you know. If it could be all good, that'd be nice. But without without light, there's no darkness. Without darkness, there's no light. So we already know that's life. 
right? If you check out a heartbeat, like I, I'm over, I'm over here trying to make sure that you have an up, up, you know, an upright vertical, vertical friggin' dash in your life going up. You're going up in life. Okay. That's what I want for you. But the reality of the facts, the reality, right? Is that if you look at a heartbeat, there's no without a two, without a two, right? There isn't, right? Because when you watch a show or whatever, right? When you hear, that ain't no good. That is not good. That's, you don't want to hear that. You know what that is. So that's horizontal. That's horizontal. That's apathy. That's you sitting on that couch, sitting on that battlefield, refusing to get up, refusing to change, refusing to acknowledge the gifts you have inside and starting to nurture and manifest them. If you're 80, you can still do it. If you're 18, you can do it. If you're eight, you can do it. If you've been through hell and back, you can do it. If you yourself were a hellraiser, you can change. Those gifts don't expire. It might become harder to see them. It might become harder to believe in them. But guess what? They don't expire. They're there. And they're still yours. They still belong to you. Do you still have life? You still hear do, 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 do. You're not at do. Because if you're at do and you're listening to this podcast, well, huh? We need, we need to talk about some other stuff over here because <laughs> that's a whole different show, okay? Yes, maybe it's possible, right? And even in that case, you're a spirit. You're a spirit and you can probably still manifest your gifts and still do good. Like ch- change is, is, is just open to you. It's, o- it's open to you. You can change the trajectory of your dash and you can be going up. You know that dash, when I talk about the dash, do you know what the dash is? The dash in life, right? You, you're, you're born, then dash, and then you, you die. So we know you're going to buy, we know you're, you were born because you're here and we know you, we know you'll die. Sorry. It's going to happen to everyone. And it's a hard thing to deal with some, for some people. And nobody likes it when it's, you know, them or someone they love. Nobody likes that. Uh, me included. How, why would you? Right. But in between, in between, that's, that's the part we get some say in. That's the part we are sent here for the dash, right? So your dash can be like, can you imagine that you go, you come here and your dash is flat the whole time. You don't even try to get up. Like you don't even try to get up. Like you're just comfortable. You were born, you looked around, you, you saw what you saw and you said, all right, that's what I'm going to do. And that's it. You didn't try to grow. You didn't try to look into in yourself and see your gifts. You didn't try to manifest something because that trying to do, 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 that's the getting up, right? Yeah. Life can be such that you might fall down again too, right? Guess what you have to do next? Get up to fall down to get up to fall down to, but as you go further and further along the path and we'll, we'll guide you, we'll work with you. This is what we're doing right now. 
right? Follow me at Jessica Vibes, Instagram, inbox me, tell me your story. I'm, I'll listen, right? But hear this, right? As, as, you're, as you're working on yourself and you're finding your gifts and you're manifesting them, you're going to have more highs than lows, much, much more highs than lows. And you're going to be better equipped to deal with the lows. Bet much better equipped and you'll start to deal with the ghosts of the past too. And you'll start to slay them. You'll be far from them. When you're flying, it's going to be like, cha man, I hate that I went through that, but I, you know, I'm okay today. I'm okay today. And, and, and I, I'm better than okay right now. And, and I'm sharing my blessings with others because my cup runneth over. So, huh. you already know. There's no excuses, right? I'm hurt too. I've had adversity too, okay? I have anxiety, okay? I get panic attacks, but I have a mission. I have insecurities, I know I'm not perfect. It's always it's always humbling when people tell me like, oh, look how good you're doing. It's always very humbling for me. Or, oh, you're so pretty. Or, yeah, you're so talented. Because they don't know my adversity. They don't know my challenges. They don't, they don't, you know, they see the glory, but they don't see the story. So I hear that and I go, yeah, but. I know that I'm struggling with X, Y, Z. I know that I'm still building. I know that I'm not there. But there doesn't actually exist. And even me, me, Jessica, vibes with a Z, me, Jessica Lambert, even me, you know, host of this podcast, Jesse's World, a place where we come together to work on becoming our best selves. Even me, I have to remind myself that it's about the dash. There is no there. There's no there. Yes, you have goals. <laughs> and we're going to get into this when we get into the topic today. But yes, you have goals. But then as long as you have life, there's no there's no there. There's there's the experience. There's the journey. There's what you accomplish while you're on this journey. Will you accomplish your mission? Will you? And don't give me your excuses. I know you've been through some shit. I know shit's not perfect. I know shit's not easy. Me too. Me too. Okay. <laughs> but remember, if you just get up, and and we're here to help, if you just get up, honey, I assure you one day we will fly. We will fly, and you will be manifesting your most awesome self, and it will all have been worth it, okay? So don't give me your excuses. And don't tell me why you can't, because I'm not here for it, right? All right. I've had my say. Tessie time is over. I'm going to move on to a lighter note with Mrs. Wright. In the building, you know what time it is. We are about to drop a freestyle, a poem, a short story, something. Something that's randomly generated off of the topic from Google who is not a sponsor but should be because every every episode we mention it because that's where we get our random topic from. It's all good. Uh, Miss Wright in the building, and I'm so excited. Listen, we do the Miss Wright segment because that's like exactly how life is. You have to break it up. Like Tessie comes in and slaps you in your face like, hey, cold water, boom, wake up, get your shit together, boom, boom, you know? 
And then Mrs. Wright is like, all right, let's have some fun. Yeah. Remember the the line, right? Do, 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 do. That's the same thing. This podcast, it's life. It's life. It's up and it's down, man. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Today's topic, <laughs> how often do you go to the library? That's an interesting topic. How often do you go to the library? Hmm. All right, so I'm supposed to answer that either in a freestyle, a poem, or a short story. All right. Mm. Mm. Yo, I was talking to my grandma if my mind I see. She asked me, Jesse, do you still go to the library? She remembered me from back in the day when I was at the library like every day. I loved the library and I loved my books. They were my friends. I had this thing on my desk. I called it book ends. I can't even lie and I can't even pretend I was a nerd even back then. I just love books filled with knowledge you see but uh, the truth is I haven't been to a library in a minute or two. Yeah that's true but here's the thing that I always do. I like to take little drives to chapters sometimes i'll go to indigo if it even rhymes and i'll hang out with my son and we'll split up and come back together (laughs) and we'll talk about the books that we found forever it's like we're both into books it's a cool way to bond but i like to own my books I'm quite fond of the brand new book smell. I don't really want a used book, but if I needed to, then I'd take a look. I just like to know I can refer to it any time. There's a book or two that I would read over and over again and never get, you know, bored of over time. And uh, right now I'm reading a book and I can't lie. It's one of the best books I've ever read. Don't even ask me why, but you could go look it up. I'll keep it 100 with you. You listen to the podcast, so it's the least I could do. The book is called The Big Payback. And you already know it's about the history of the business of hip-hop. And that's the way it goes. Because I got another brand that I don't tell you much about. But it's uh, called Platinum Indie. And I'm about to shout it out. You could check it out on Instagram. You already know. I'm a music business buff. That's just how I flow. Dan Charns is the author and I got it on Amazon. I love the book. I'm going to read it one few, one or two or three more times. But, you know, if I had gotten that book at the library, it'd be a one and done. And I've never been the type of girl that, you know, experienced one and done. So I, I love the library and it's all good fun. But I'm looking for a long-term relationship with my books and you know, I went to chapters and I found one. Hey, I turned it around. I turned it around. I feel like that was a sick ass flow. <laughs> but now nah, I love books though. As you could hear from my rhyme, I'm obsessed with books. I sleep next to books. I say that all the time. Right? Anybody anybody who's into me has to share my bed with books. That's just what it is. I love books. My grandma raised me telling me books are my friends and she was not lying. All right. That is Jessica. Um, that is uh, Miss Wright today. And uh, that was fun. I love talking about books. And guys, I like the library. Don't get it twisted just because of the song. I like the library. It's just like I also like owning my books and I really do like new books. 
And so if I can, if I can get new books, that's wicked, you know, but if, if I actually like, sometimes I like to go to the library, this is going to sound funny, but I like to go to the library to the, cause I write children's books, right? And I still like children's books. Um, growing up, I like to read Amelia Bedelia. Oh, I love Amelia Bedelia. She's, she's so funny and silly. And I think I lack common sense, maybe partly because of her. Because she was like something I read all the time when I was a kid. So I have like a literal, you know, like there's like, I'm very literal if you tell me something. So like Amelia Bedelia, I remember one time she was, she was a housekeeper and they told her like to take care of the lawn and she needed to put steaks in the tomatoes. So like, you know, you put those like pieces of wood in the ground and I guess the plants stay up or whatever. And Amelia Bedelia actually put real steaks like, you know, that you eat hearty beef <laughs> in the garden, which is so funny. And so, yeah, I'll go to the <laughs> I'll go to the um, library and I'll just get like a stack of Amelia Bedelia's little misters, little misses, um, just different things I love, you know, and I'll just read them. Yeah, man. Sometimes like I, I'll go with like, like one of my God kids or like whatever, but I just, I, I'll just do that. I'll just read them. Or sometimes if I'm researching something, yeah, that's hard too. Cause I'll just get like every book, right? Like I'm always reading books about music. I like self-help books. Um, so I like everything. I like business books. I like, I like some fiction. I'm picky with my fiction, but yeah. So anyway, uh, Mrs. Wright segment was fun for me today. Cause I love books. Um, if people are always sending fluffy cakes, hopefully one day people just keep sending me brand new books. I love it. Um, okay. Big boss vibes, big, big boss vibes. This is an important segment today, guys. Everything today is important for you and your development for us and our development. And I have lived to see what we're going to talk about in big boss vibes. I have lived this and seen this, and I know this to be a reality. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get some water, you know. So your business, your career, your financial success is rooted in and built on the foundation of your personal strength. Let me reply. Let me say that again, because you already know after this, we get in into our topic, which is going to be all about building your personal strength so that you're, you're welcome because your business, your career, your financial success is rooted in and built on the foundation of your personal strength. Okay. Okay. You need to get yourself upright. Get that dash going up, vertical, positive, upflow, right? In your personal life, if you want your business ship to be run tight, okay? You need to get yourself right if you want your business ship to be run tight. I know I'm hitting you with the quotes today. I'm hitting, these are all my original quotes. Ooh, baby, get yourself right if you want your business ship to be up, to be run tight, okay? So really, at the end of the day, you have to know that people buy you, then they buy your business. They buy you, then they buy your business. People have to believe in you. You have to believe in you. 
And the other thing is, and I've experienced this myself, like in the past I got sick and, 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 and the way that, uh, the way that my business was structured, it relied 100% on me at the time. So, and a lot of people do this. And, and actually my sister shared with me these four quadrants. My sister's a really great mentor to me. I love her. I appreciate her. Shout out my sister, Claudette, your beautiful soul, darling. So yeah, I love my sister very, very much, very much. So she shared with me these four quadrants on one side is like, uh, I think it came from rich dad, poor dad, but I, I, I don't quote me. I, I think that though, but yeah, on one side is like, you know, you, you're working for your income. So you're an employee or you're working for yourself, right? So you're a business, you're an employee of your own business. On the other side, you have people working for you. So you're running a business and you, you have, or you have investments, right? So, and it's just talking about wealth, right? So like the, but one of the critical issues on, on the employee side, even if you're an employee for someone else, hopefully you have benefits at least, or hopefully you're covered in some kind of like in Canada, you know, you're going to have unemployment insurance and such, right? So you'll have something. It's not going to obviously be what you made before, but there's some, some sort of safety net. Um, if you're working for your own self in your business, you may not even have any insurance. Uh, so that's going to leave you. And, and, and I have my, I'm a real estate broker. I have my real estate license. I was selling real estate when I got sick. So this is like a, literally a personal testimony. I was all, I've always been a hustler, as you guys can tell. Hence my, you know, all my knowledge. <laughs> I've always been a hustler. I've been, I've been working since I was like, I don't even know, for as long as I can remember. I was a little kid shoveling snow, trying to help my grandma. And I was delivering newspapers. And I was... um at 13, I started a reading circle in my local neighborhood and I was discovered, um, by the parks and rec people and they loved me. Like, who's this crazy little girl, you know, getting all the kids to sit down and read at the same time every day. Told you I love books. Um, and then they hired me and then, um, yeah, I just built my career in nonprofit real, like since then I just was always employed and, 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 you know, I just went up from there, right? College business development, like worked in different companies. And then I just became a consultant. I've helped many people skip, grow and scale their businesses. And at the same time, I, I made this critical error, which is relying on myself to run my own business. Right. And then I, I actually went into real estate as well, which, you know, in a lot of ways is great. It's very structured, all of this. But on the other hand, the same issue is that like you're, if you're, if you don't have a whole team under you, if it's just you, then you're literally working, eating, working, eating, and, um, if that stops, then your money stops, right? So you don't, you don't want that. So you want to know that you're healthy, mind, body, and soul, right? As you're building the other side of your quadrant, you want to know that, uh, yeah, you might be right now an entrepreneur, you might be a grinder, you might be working in the gig economy, you might be an employee. You you may have a business working for you and this that's great. You still need you still it's still gonna affect you. This still applies to you, and I'm about to let you you know how, right? You may have that, but at the end of the day, here's the truth. Even if you have even if you're running a business, you still need to be strong, mind, body, and soul to head to be the captain of that ship. 
You need health and strength. You need to be well, darling. And so often people put, and I, I did this, put everything into their career development and they put everything into building wealth financially, but they don't give that same attention, which in fact we should give more attention to personal development. And then what you see is your relationships will suffer, your your relationship with self, your relationship with others, perhaps your romantic relationships will all suffer and your health will suffer over time. And this the, this starts to mark the decline in your professional success as well. Uh, on the other hand, let's flip it around. Don't worry, I never bring you a frown without turning it upside down, darlings. Never ever, never that. Okay, so on the other hand, flip it around, smile. Let's say you pour into self, which is what we're going to talk about today. It's all a theme, baby. Let's say you pour into self, okay? And you're building you. And you're strong. And you're blessed. And you're healthy. And you're happy. And you have great relationships. And you have good organizational skills. And you have a clear mind. You can make great decisions. You're, you're a joy to be around. You're funny. You're witty, you're care you're you're not carefree, but you're you're blessed, you're you're content, you're you're at peace with self, you're living and manifesting your true authentic you are living as your authentic self, you you are not hiding, you are you are doing what you know you're called to do, you have purpose, you are a problem solver, you're not living in lack or adversity or and you know how to bring a solution to the table if you are faced with a challenge. And you see it as it's exciting to overcome a challenge as as opposed to something that makes you just give up and you're just like in a good state. Well, honey, who the hell won't invest in that? Who wouldn't invest in you? You are the package, baby. You are what the world's been waiting for. We need to pour into self. Um, and when we pour into self, those abundant that abundance will be attracted to us. Um, it's, it's, it's very rare that you find somebody who's struggling, who's lacking, who's ill, who has poor relationships, who has bad management, poor organizational skills. And then, um, someone says, you know what? I want to invest in that person. That's, that's, that's incredibly rare. And, and, and what I, what I've experienced is that person could say, but, no, no, you don't understand. Look what all the things I've been through. Yeah, people are going to say, try anyways. Bring it back to Tessie time. Try anyways. They're going to say, no, no, but I was helping other people. I was giving to other people. And 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 I've done that too. And what I can say is people, people for the most part, won't, won't care. They won't care. Because, do, you know, it's what have you done for me lately and, 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 and what's in it for me. And do, what do you have now? That That is what the world is, largely looks at, especially if they haven't done the development work that we're doing here at Jesse's World. They're not going to really look at it like that. They're going to see your current state, lack. Nobody invests in lack, okay? Your trajectory, trending downward. Nobody wants to invest in something that's trending down. Would you buy a stock if it was trending down? Probably not. Same here. So 
beautiful news, you can trend upward. And in order to trend upward, you first need to invest in self. And then we can build the business, which I am a business development specialist. I specialize in helping people build upwardly mobile businesses. So we can do that. And we'll do that in in future episodes. And we touch on that here and there. And I blur the lines between personal and business because in real life, the lines are, are completely blurred. As we look at a global economy, gig economies, mi- uh, micro you know, micro businesses out there. So smaller than small businesses are micro businesses. And they're really the backbone of society these days. And you look at all the things that are happening in commerce. Um, it, the lines are blurred working from home, all of it bl- lines blurred. So there is no longer, a, you know, much of a difference. There's not two strategies. There's one, but it starts with you, which brings us to today's topic. Are you guys ready? Okay. Today's topic. What does it mean? So we're this whole time we've been talking about becoming your best self, right? What does it mean to become your best self and how do you achieve it? So really, I just want to talk about that for a bit, meditate on really what it means, and then just give you some quick tips, kind of focal points to help you start to put that into action. And I'm even going to give you an equation to help you out today too. And it is an equation I had developed. So hopefully you love it and hopefully it's helpful to you. All right. So the first thing I want to start with is just saying that it being your best self, being your best self is more about who you are and less about where you are and what you have. So I know we're living in a society where you go on social media and people are like, yeah, yeah, boy, look at me, dollar, dollar bills, yeah. (laughs) I'm such a clown. You know, people are out there flossing, showing you everything they have or whatever, right? And do they have it? Don't they have it? I don't know, right? I do. I I know of people who, who go to other people's place see their money, pick it up, take a picture with it and put it down and take their broke butt wherever they're going after that, right? That's not a diss. I'm just, it happens, right? So then someone else scrolling will be like, oh man, look at them. They're living good. I'm nothing. I'm nobody. Nah, a lot of people out here struggling and a lot of people are out here fronting and I don't really understand this whole trend for pretending, oh, you're doing so great. I actually have the opposite issue. I'll be more conservative Um, when I'm talking about how I'm doing, maybe I'm, I am doing good, but I'm going to be more conservative, um, because I know that life is like snakes and ladders and you could be on a ladder going up and encounter a snake and slide right down. And we've seen this with celebrities all over the place. We've seen this with big business people. One minute they're on top of the universe. The next minute they have a whole heap of problems. So there's no good time to get cocky. There's no good time to get comfortable. You got to keep a clean heart, a clean spirit and live your best life. Um, and that's the best way through life, I guess, because you don't want to, you know, to, to, that, that's a great way to kind of snake proof your life as well as just don't be one yourself. <laughs> you understand? Don't be one yourself. That's a good way to snake proof your life. So yeah, I always try to keep it humble and conservative, right? Humble and conservative, but we're not... Uh, we're not in a world that's humble or conservative. We're in a world where everybody's pretending and flossing 
and, and trying to, you know, augment reality and make people feel our ways in the process when there's nothing to feel our ways about because that's not even reality, right? That's like watching a cartoon and wondering why you can't fly. Oh, Superman can fly. I can't fly. Honey, we're going to fly here. But it's through your innate gifts that you'll be able to get that type of euphoric experience when you step into self-actualization. That's what I mean when I say fly. I don't mean like Wright Brothers in the plane. I mean like you're going to step into self-actualization over time as we work together. Okay? So, yeah. The first thing I want to say when considering how to be your best self is that it's more about who you are, who you are, the content of your character, as Martin Luther King would say, and it's less about where you are, as in where you are in the world, as we look at a, an, an increasingly, you know, uh, well, we have a we have a global community for a long time. We've had a global community. Things are increasingly going online. Places that were third world are now second world for becoming first world. First world, some some things are slipping into second. Like, I don't know, maybe that's going to flatten. I'm not sure what's happening in the world. I don't think anyone 100% knows. But I know it's not like cut and dry. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter your circumstance. We talked about that before. Try anyway, right? It doesn't even matter what you have because you could have nothing today and have everything tomorrow. Likewise, you could have everything today. And just remember to be humble because you can have nothing tomorrow. And don't look on the person that has nothing if you have everything and think say you're better because you're just a human being. And either you're developing your the content of your character and you're enriching yourself and you're, you're using your gifts and you're building good quality relationships and you're loving yourself and you have a relationship with God and with self and with the people in your life and with the world or you don't or you don't is one or the other. That's what we're actually here for. Material things is neither here nor there. Have you ever left something material for a long time and come back? It's like dust, neither here nor there or stolen, gone, Psst. neither here nor there. But if you're manifesting your own inner glory, your own inner light, your own inner self, your own inner beauty, uh, nobody can steal that fam. That's yours. That is your gift here. So at the and you can share it and you can share it and share it and share it. And guess what? It's a natural resource. It will never be depleted. It's a natural resource that will never be depleted. You will never share too many of your gifts and run out. Not if you're doing it right. Not if you're going from within and then pouring out. Cup runneth over. Your cup is ever full, right? If you go now, and I did this because I, you know, I grew up not knowing better um, and always just a loving heart wanting to help everyone. And I, I poured into others before I poured into self and then my cup was empty. Then I'd have to go away. Then I'd have to like basically... Um, you know, plug in, recharge and fill back my cup. And then I'd go give it to everybody again. And then I'd be empty again. And that only works so long. And then you'll start to see wear and tear in your life and on your health. And, and then the people that you poured into might disappear. And there goes some of your relationships. Some of them will be writers. Hopefully some of them will stay with you. Thank God. I have writers in my life. My son, writer, my goddaughter, writer, you know, mom, sister, like enough, you know, I have writers, 
But I have people that left too. I have both. You'll probably have the same, right? But if your cup is always running over, hmm, it's very rare somebody leaves. I'm just I'm just giving you the goods, the real. If you're really investing in self and a good quality human being. So it's much more about who you are and not really about where you are or what you have. Okay? That's the first thing. Right? Which leads us to the very obvious next thing. Right? Becoming your best self is actually an inside job before it's an outside job. Notice I didn't just say it's an inside job. It's an inside job before it's an outside job. Why? Because, of course, we all want to manifest a great life in this world. We are living an experience as ourselves in this world. We just have to remember that we're living an experience as ourselves, which does require us to know ourselves, be true to ourselves, manifest the great gifts given within ourselves, and then relate from that perspective with the world that we're in, experience the world that we're in. Yeah, for a long time, I didn't want to experience the world. I don't know. I was afraid, I guess, from my upbringing and things I had been through. Um, So I didn't want to go too far from home, right? And I remember, um, like, for years, I would just basically go to school and come back to my block. Go to school, come back to my block. I got a job up the road, so I'd go up the road, like, and then go back to my block and and we lived kind of near where I lived it was like there's a hood but then there's like kind of like four hoods so it's like they call it the four corners so then I became like okay I'll go to these four corners (laughs) it's horrible it's really awful but um but it's the limit it's just the mindset the mindset was so limited as there's no world outside of this block okay outside of these four corners okay outside of this city like even I'm sorry I'm gonna be real even like the whole like turf thing and all repping blocks truth is we like I mean man we don't even own anything on this block like we don't even own it like if they feel like giving an eviction notice then you're gone you're just gone off the block that you might have thought you were repping for however long. And I like I feel like like there's a there I mean this is not the topic, but so you know what I'm gonna save that for another day. Just just be careful what you rep rep you. Rep you. Rep you first. Always rep you first. That's what I'm gonna say. Always rep you first. So it's an inside job. Know you because you can't rep what you don't know. Know yourself. Love yourself, nurture yourself, advance yourself, and rep yourself, okay? Know yourself, love yourself, nurture yourself, advance yourself, and rep yourself, okay? And and boom, you got it. If you do that, I mean, I still want you to come back and listen every week, but you're going you're gonna to run circles. I mean, I mean we, you're going to do so good. Do that, and you're going to do so good, man. Just do that, okay? It's an inside job before it's an outside job. But God gave us this whole world of beautiful places to go and things to see and and taste to taste and smells to smell and utilizing all of our senses. And so we're supposed to enjoy the world. This is like it's supposed to be an experience. We're here for the experience. We're supposed to enrich the world 
We're supposed to give back to the world. We're supposed to leave the world a better place than when we came, for sure. All of those things. But also, we have to... um. We have to we have to do that from a place of 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 centered of being centered within ourselves. And so it's an inside job first. And then, yeah, go get all the abundance you want. Go get all the material things. If that's what if that's your thing. I mean, give to others. um, Make sure that, you know, (laughs) don't just don't just, you know, not be there for people that need you and stuff like don't don't be a jerk or but you couldn't be if you actually did it the way I said it you couldn't be because if you did the inside job you're you're you would have a strong sense of like um empathy a sixth sense a spiritual sense and and you you wouldn't even be able to be a jerk so I'm I'm, I'm comfortable telling you enjoy the world once you've done the inside you know okay moving on to the next tip have vision and we're going to come back to it during during Gods and Goddesses segment to vision. This is a great episode. It's a longer episode, but it's really good. Have vision. So this comes back to knowing yourself. You must hold a clear goal that you're working for, toward in order to manifest it. How are you supposed to know where you're, you're driving around, but you don't know where you're driving? At these gas prices? Mm, fam, you need a clear vision. All right. You need a clear vision. Um, if you know, all right, I'm going to go, I'm driving and I want to, I want to drive to Florida. I'm in Canada, but I'm going to drive to Florida. So I know I'm going South for sure. I'm going South. Okay. So now I have a direction. Boom. Now, why am I driving to Florida? Well, I'm in Canada. Let's say it's fall. It's not fall. (laughs) It might be fall when you listen to this. might be winter. Um, but yeah, I'm just, you know what? I'm picturing the beach in Florida. I'm picturing the ocean. I'm picturing all the beautiful people. Um, I'm picturing the fun time I'm going to have and all the amenities where I'm going to stay and the shopping and the air atmosphere, energy vibe. And I'm, I'm, I want to go to Florida. Ooh, I have a nice bathing suit. I have a few outfits. I'm going with some fam that I love, some peeps that are my type of peeps. All right. I need to go to Florida right now, right? Okay. Big up Florida. <laughs> Actually, my friend Snow always talks about Florida too. So big up Snow, big up Florida, right? Because I know he loves, uh, I don't know. He loves, he loves Florida. Um, so yeah so you're picturing the energy right and you know you want to go there so now you know you gotta book your flight you know you gotta get i don't know well it's not like you're going you're just going to america so if it was another place you might even need to get shots or something you you know you're gonna like get a pack get your luggage pack your bag you're gonna board the plane you're gonna do all the things that are needed to get to florida because you're getting to florida now, once you get to Florida, you're going to have fun. You're going to have an itinerary. You're going to know what you're doing. But when you're in Florida, you know you're going to do something else, right? Even if you were moving to Florida, you wouldn't just stay there forever. Maybe one day you're going to go check Texas, big up Texas, because Texas, a lot of people in Texas listen to this podcast, which I appreciate, right? You might go to Texas. You might check out Atlanta, big up Atlanta. I love Atlanta. If I didn't move to Florida, I'd probably move to Atlanta. Atlanta is one of the most beautiful, all those successful black people. Oh, I love it. 
Big Up Atlanta, all the big business people, T.I. So, yeah, people know I love the culture. Plus, my brother Des is out there, and I love you, Des. Um, yeah, so Big Up Atlanta, right? All right. So you're going to go somewhere when you get somewhere. So don't feel like there's a destination and that's your final destination. It's not. You're always going to, when you hit your goal, you're always going to have another goal. But to begin with, you really need a vision. You need to know where you're going. You need a direction. So you need to hold that vision and have a clear manif- uh, a clear concept of what you're trying to manifest, right? You want to manifest your own best self. What does that look like? You have to have a vision of where you're at. What does your body look like? What is what? What's your mental health like? What? Uh, how clean is your heart? You know what? What gifts were you working on building? You know, manifesting, growing. What's unique about you that you really wanted to focus on? I remember I talked about appreciative inquiry, appreciative inquiry, finding the best things about you and focusing on those things and, and minimizing the negative and maximizing the positive. So what are the things you want to maximize? What are the things you want to minimize? Okay. Have a clear vision. All right. So becoming your best self also requires deliberate and focused effort. Okay. And you must free yourself or, or, or reduce dramatically the distractions in your life. Okay. So let's talk about the first part, deliberate and, and, and focused effort. So it is not, um, you probably don't have the habit of becoming your best self yet. And if you do, I mean, no, you, you can always improve your habits because self-actualization is something we're going to continue to be in the pursuit of. So you're not going to get to self-actualization and be done. There's always more that we work that we can do on ourselves. There's more we can nurture our gifts. There's more ways we can share the gifts with the world. There's more ways we can bless the world and help make the world a better place. So if, if we've done a lot of work on ourselves and we feel like we have all these gifts to give, then there's lots of ways. And so this, this is life's work. This is the dash. This is life's work that we're talking about. You're not going to be finished it. So that means you have to always have a deliberate and focused effort on the making sure your foundation is strong and healthy and stable on being your best self. So like for me, some of that is habitual, right? It's habitual. It's putting structure in place. So I wake up and I take my vitamins. Habitual. Okay. Then I do my stretches. Habitual. Then I know, okay, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm whatever, right? Grooming, habitual, right? Okay. Now I have my, you know, I'm going to make my breakfast habitual. Okay. Now I know I'm going to start my work day. Okay. I'm going to go into my office and I'm going to get started. Now what happens during that day that fluctuates, but I know that I'm going to take a break at lunch. Maybe I'll walk, maybe I'll jump on the bike. I'll do some sort of something physical because I've been sitting and then I'm back at work. I know I'm going to again work and I know I'm going to have dinner. Like I know I'm going to have a general routine. There will be times where that routine is disrupted. That's cool. That's cool. That happens. That's called life too. But you have a routine to fall back on and and at least you know then you're handling your personal care. You're handling time for meditation, time for physical activity, time to nourish your body with healthy food and vitamins. And like you know that you're loving yourself, you're healing, you're spending time meditating. So in the morning I like to meditate, sit with self. 
I like to center myself before I start my day. I'm very protective of my early morning. And then I like to read. I like to give myself knowledge because I might not get that throughout the day. I might be busy helping everyone else. And I might actually be, you know, yes, run a thing over on others, but I, I need to fill my cup still. And so I love to, to just read in the morning too. So like what you, whatever routine will serve your purpose, you're going to need a deliberate and focused effort on that, right? Whatever's going to help manifest your best self as the vision in alignment with the vision that you have for your best self, you're going to need a routine that helps facilitates that because then it, it takes some of the hard work of constantly refocusing and just becomes um, more systematic, right? And then, but always be deliberate about it. And then the next thing is freeing yourself from distractions. So I just said I'm protective of my morning. So when I get morning phone calls, I'm very discerning on which ones I take and which ones I don't take because it will interrupt my flow. I might forget to do something that I wanted to do that morning. I might miss my reading time. I might not meditate and center myself. I might be off that day. I may miss my vitamins whatever, right? I might get stiff. I might not have stretched. I don't know. The thing is that that's special time for me. So I'm going to be very careful. Um, and throughout the day, I try to remind myself there's things like there's people in my life that I love that maybe they'll want to talk about stuff that I are not going to serve my greater purpose of becoming my best self. They're not going to, um, it's, it's always going to be a negative conversation or it's going to be talking shit about somebody else or it's going to be, and I'm, I'm really, that just isn't where I'm at in life. So what I do, I still love those people. So I'll talk with them, but I'll limit that conversation or I'll try to put tools in place to redirect the conversation to a more positive um, focus because I, I'm really a strong believer in mind your business. Um, I, I say it all the time and I won't stop mind your business, look for the merch, mind your business. Because when you're minding your own business, you really don't have time to mind others. And we're not here to be judge and jury. Everyone has gifts that they can be manifesting. Anyone that's not living their true, authentic, best life is just a victim of their not manifesting their gifts. And as soon as they start working on that, they might blow your mind and they might well surpass you too. Mind who you judge, mind who you judge. So I'm not here really for the negative energy. So I just, but I could still love the person, right? So I could just pick and choose how much time and what times of the day and do like, if it's a moment where I'm just chilling and I know like I'm not doing anything in that moment, I could share a little bit of that time. But if I'm in the middle of, of business or I'm centering myself and you got to understand, um, a lot of the time, if you could be spending time with yourself or your family, that's protected time. That's coveted, protected time because you might feel like, oh, that's not an appointment or that's no, you have an appointment with you. You have an appointment with you and God. You have an appointment with you and self. You have an appointment with you and your child, you, whatever it is. You have, you have an appointment, your, you know, your loved one, your romantic interest, your whatever, right? You have an appointment. That's an appointment with peace and quiet, with a movie, <laughs> It's an appointment. So don't feel like, you know, you have to be a slave to the phone or to your emails or to, they'll get done. Everything gets done. But at the same time, you need time for self. Okay. So yeah, just remember that at the end of the day, a distraction will only delay or derail or or diminish your success, right? It's either going to delay it. It's going to derail it 
or it's going to diminish it. So to prevent that, limit your distractions. Um, okie dokie. We have a couple more tips here on just how to, you know, be your best self. Um, so I want you to confront limiting beliefs. This one, this one's interesting because people have to first acknowledge that they have limiting beliefs, I guess. So I can only speak from my own perspective. Um, I know growing up, my grandmother loved to say, I'm not going to keep up with the Joneses. We're not keeping up with the Joneses. I never met the Joneses, but I assure you, I want to keep up with them. Right? I think today's Joneses might be the Kardashians. Ha ha, keeping up with the Kardashians. But um, who, who, who am I? I, I? I like the Kardashians. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with the Kardashians. But um, yeah, my grandma did not want to keep up with the Joneses. And really the underlying message was, you know, we're not trying to floss. We're not trying to front. But also we don't, we don't, she, she wasn't really into money. And she was, but she wasn't. It was a weird relationship. Mm. The next one was um, rich bitch. I don't know why she she loved to say, oh, that girl, oh, she's a rich bitch. Sorry, pardon my language. I'm just quoting someone else, right? So that that's another negative connotation. And then there's the one that we all hear. Uh, money is the root of all evil. No, man, your impure heart is the root of your evil, <laughs> your desperation. This is where um, actually good quality systems, good quality government matters big time. Because if you have strong social systems, you have less poverty, less desperation, yeah, less roots of evil. Those things are the root of evil. Money in and of itself, paper, you know, printed isn't the root of evil. It's it's the, the access it affords you. It's the ability to open up one's life. It's ability to have a different experience in this world, right? But, um, and it's intention and it's your heart and it's all types of things. But yeah, no, that was the wrong message. So those type of messages, limiting beliefs, would make one think money doesn't matter. So when I started my company, I often, you know, charged on a sliding scale, according to ability to pay, like it was me trying to be a nice person and all of this, but money matters, <laughs> money matters. So yeah, I mean, you can create solutions and everybody deserves access to services and upliftment. And I'm still a big believer in that, but you know, make sure you're covered too. And don't be a, you don't have to put it down. You don't have to, again, it's just part of an experience in this world, but it's not who you are. It shouldn't define you. Right. And that's really what should be said It's just like start your good work within and then use that out here in this world to attract abundance. Right. So I think there's just a, it's just about a shift in, in mindset. Um, other other limiting beliefs, you're selfish. Right. People people are told you're selfish. So here we're talking all about becoming your best self. You're well, well you're selfish or 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 um, you put yourself before everyone else right? Or, or you think you're, the, you know, that the world revolves around you or, or you think you're the center of the universe. And, and you know what, to those limiting beliefs, I go, yes, yes. And yes. And, uh, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to be selfish. It's, it, you have to be selfish. You have to consider self, 
So selfish, the idea is, it sounds like, oh, you only care about yourself and no one else. No, but you, you must take some time to invest in self to be able to run it, have your cup runneth over onto others, as we've already discussed, right? You put yourself ahead of everyone else. Again, you have to fill your cup to be able to pour onto others. So if you don't fill that cup, if you don't pay attention to self, how will you pour onto others? You can give so much more to others. And I've seen it. Right. I have people in my life who, who really would have fit the definition of selfish or putting themselves first and unapologetically. It's not like they're shy about it. Um, and they have the capacity to really transform lives, change lives, catapult lives into better, bigger dimensions, help people. They have access. They have influence. They have health. They have wealth. They have like they are abundant beyond measure. And it's because they poured into self first, as opposed to depleting yourself, becoming frigid and frail and sick and, and poor and, 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 and relationships breaking down and, and businesses breaking down because you're not well enough because your cup is bone dry. Who do you help? Who do you help? The only people that are going to say, oh, pour your cup and give me the last drop are people that don't rate you. They don't rate you. They can't rate you. The last drop, fam? You're going to be bone dry. Are they going to pour it back into you? Probably not. And I wish I knew this growing up. Probably not. Because if they're willing to take your last drop, that means they weren't worried about you to begin with. So now that you're empty, you won't see them again until they're ready to have you pour into their cup again. They may go pour into someone else's cup, yeah, but that's 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 the person they rate. It's not you. Sorry. Just being real. Now if your cup runneth over, you can afford to lose that. That's cool. But if you're left there bone dry down and out and just got abandoned, that's terrible. That's terrible, but it happens more than you think. And I know. So it's okay to be selfish and it's okay to put yourself first. I give you permission. If you're not willing to give yourself permission, Borrow my permission until you get the strength to give it to yourself, eh? Next, you think that the world revolves around you. Well, stand in one place and tell me what the world's revolving around. You only know your perspective and your situation. Yes, you understand other people are in the world. And each of them are having the world revolve around them too. That's the entire point. And the truth of the matter is, you think you're the center of the universe you are. In the core of your being is your center. Your universe is your mind, body, soul, what you've come here with, your gifts that we are developing, that we're working on together. That's your center, right? Isn't it? Your universe, it starts with you. It starts with who you are. You're the CEO of your life. We've talked about this. You're the CEO of your life. You are your universe. It's your job to make sure you're healthy, you're strong, you're taken care of, you're, you're filling yourself up with love. You fill yourself with love, right? I'll do a whole other episode about love because that's another thing. We're not even going to go there. We're going to be here for like three hours today. So we don't want that. So that's a different episode. But you fill yourself with love, okay? And, and, you, and you nurture your gifts and you grow and you share them with the world. And you, you have inner peace and you attract abundance. That's your job. That's your job. That's the sole purpose of you being here. So yeah, you're the center of your universe. Nothing wrong with that. 
maybe not of the universe, but of your universe. And that's the point, isn't it? That's the life you live. That's your dash. All right. Uh, next, I want to let you know that to truly become your best self and to live your best life, you must be disruptive. Disruptive? What? This girl's off her rocker. It's getting late. Nine off. I, I am not off my rocker. I'm not off my rocker. Don't worry about it. I'm good. I'm blessed. You need to be disruptive. You know, when they're like, oh, this class, this kid in the class is being disruptive. Not like that. But you need to shake things up. You need to disrupt your universe just a little to be able to manifest your true best self. Okay. You cannot be too comfortable and be growing. Growing pains are real. Confronting, you know, fears, changing your habits, struggling in your cocoon so that you can get out and fly like a butterfly. That's how you know that you're transitioning to becoming your best self. That's how you know you're going through a metamorphosis. You have to disrupt things. Okay? Some examples. I mean, there's so many. But I remember we talked about the Kardashians. I remember watching Kendall Kendall being opened about her anxiety issues. And I remember there was one particular episode. She had to go on a plane somewhere um, for a modeling shoot. And, and Chris couldn't be with her. Her mom couldn't be with her. And she was super anxious about it. And she was having a panic attack. And even though she had anxiety and panic attacks, which I have too, and I understand I can relate, um, she did it. She did it by herself and she got to her shoot. To that, I say amazing and kudos. And I know that, you know, people might say they have a lot of um, worldly support and abundance, but if you really take it in, they also have a lot of relationships. They've been very good at pouring into self and very good at building quality relationships. And if we take Kim as an example, she's somebody who's now letting that cup runneth over, whether it's the work she's doing in the legal field or other things. So, you know, you can be in a position to do that. But, you know, for for whatever, in whatever way, Kendall had the strength to disrupt things and to confront her fear and to go and do what she had to do. Okay. Um, me leaving the hood. When I left the hood, I had to disrupt what I knew for many, many years. I was born into the hood, born there. I knew nothing else. And then I had my son while I was still a teenager in the hood, right? I was still a teen in the hood. So now I was kind of repeating a cycle. And so now we're living in the hood, right? That's all I know. And then my son got old enough that he wanted to move where his grandma was, which was like a really nice, rich neighborhood, a lot less diversity, tell you that much. And I wasn't used to any of that. I wasn't used to living in a neighborhood that was more homogenous. I wasn't used to living around a bunch of rich people. I wasn't used to not having the social safety net of the hood. The thing about being in the in, in, in subsidized housing is that if you lose your, I, I had already gone to college and university and I was gainfully employed and I, I drove and I was doing well. Um, and I was paying the maximum rent possible, what they call market rent. But 
it wasn't like, so it's not that I needed to be there. I could afford to leave. It was just, you know, you have this thing in the back of your head, this limiting belief that if I leave, uh, that's it. My life's over, man. If I lose my job, I'm going to just, you know, sorry, it's emotional for me because it, it, it was a really hard thing for me to do. Um, and it took a lot of faith. Um, and truth be told, I love my son more than anyone on earth. And, um, so that's probably the only one that could say that to me and me take heed and, and get up and do what I had to do. And it was overdue. I didn't need to be there. Like I was in a fortunate spot of being, having a really good job. I'd actually just gotten a great job. And, um, before that I was employed, I was always employed. And this is the only thing I left my community, but I also left my city and went to the outskirts and, and where I didn't have as, as many, as, as many relationships. And it was harder, um, from an employment standpoint, I never really took that into like account or factored that in. Um, but you, you learn through bumps and bruises when you don't have those like role models or people kind of parents guiding you who have been through it or whatever. So yeah, anyway, you think to yourself, if I lose this job, um, my, there's no gear to income. The rent doesn't go down because you lost the job. There's no one helping you. There's no social agency right there, like willing to catch you. And you're afraid you're scared. You're scared. You have, I'm a single mom. I'm a young single mom. You know, I'm, I'm terrified, but I, I did it anyway. I did it and I'm okay. <laughs> it's been a lot of years. It's been a lot, a lot, a lot of years now and I'm okay. Thank God. Um, and I'm still trying, I'm still trying, I'm still getting up. I'm still, you know, try anyway. I'm still here slaying ghosts, confronting fears and anxiety. And, um, I'm still, you know, overcoming things. Life always brings new challenges. You can count on that. And I'm still trying. And I want you to still be trying too. I want you to still try too. And in order to do that, you have to disrupt your comfort. You could be a housewife. You could be a housewife living in a mansion in a very successful situation. And I've, I've, you know, I've had very cozy situations in my life too. And you need to disrupt those as well sometimes because you're unhappy, you're bored, you're, you're, you're unfulfilled. Your, your blessings and your gifts that are inside of you are still not being manifested. You are still not serving your purpose. And you know this, you know this in your heart. You know that you're not serving your purpose. So, I mean, you're not going to be fully content. You need to disrupt shit. You need to shake shit up. That's what you need to do. Even addicts have to go through detox to come out clean on the other side. And it's going to be discomfort. It's going to be uncomfortable. They're going to shake. They're going to sweat. I don't know. I've only seen it on TV and movies, but like, I know that it never looked comfortable from what I saw. Um, it's like a whole thing. And, and, and I'm sure that when the butterfly is wrapped up in that cocoon and needs to come out and needs to break through that cocoon to fly, that's not the most comfortable thing either. But honey, we're here to transform you. You tune in to transform. This is a metamorph a metamorphosis. This is a metamorphosis. You are going to become your best self. This is in transition now. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable because you need to disrupt some things. Okay. 
you need to disrupt some things. And before, you know, I wrap up our topic today, I just want to let you know that you need to push, you need to push your, like your change, like the changes you need to make in your life. You need to push them like you're pushing a baby into the world because you are trying to really give birth to your best self. You need to breathe, 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 change, push, change, push, change, right? You need to push and change. You can do it. And when you arrive, remember to continue to strive. All right, like Tessie said, try try anyway. So you it's not just adversity that that applies to. You might think you've already made it. Huh. Listen, life is all about motion. If you're not going up, you're going down, baby. Okay? A body in motion stays in motion. A body at rest stays at rest. While you're resting, people are passing you. People are building. People are growing. And your and your gifts are getting stale. Nobody likes stale bread. All right? So when you arrive, continue to strive. You're going to reset your destination. Reset your goal. Okay? Stop looking at your transformation like a destination. It's a process. It's the process of creating that upwardly vertical dash and raising your trajectory, okay? And breaking generational curses and improving the world by elevating your yourself, okay? It's the process of improving the world by elevating yourself, okay? Lifelong learning, and enjoying the journey. This is what you need. And these tips, if you take heed, would definitely help you become your best self. Okay? And if you really want to try and like measure the content of your character, you could try out this little equation I came up with. All right? I, I find it helpful. And you could just write it out like a math equation, okay? Intention over authenticity, which is basically out of, it's a hundred. Authenticity represents a hundred. Okay, that's the your and your best self is your, how, how authentic you are to self. Okay, so your t- intention over your authenticity plus action over consistency. Again, your base is always 100. Consistency is a hundred. And what are your actions? Are they 80% consistent toward your, you know, goal? Are they 20% consistent? Right? So this will give you an intention over authenticity. How, how often do your intentions align with who you truly are, with your internal gifts, with the good you, with the blessed you? If you've, if you've abandoned self for a long time, it's going to take some time to heal and get close to your inner self and really remember who you are. But you know, your intentions as they line up with your true authentic self more and more, you'll get to the whole number of one. Okay. If you a hundred percent of the time, your intentions, you know, line up with your authentic self, your equation, your answer is one, right? Anything else is a fraction of being your full self. So that alone lets you know how important intention is. Okay. Plus actions, because you could have the intention. Are you taking actions on those attention? 
Are you taking actions on your intention, your good intentions? Over consistency. Consistency is 100. Because we always need to be consistent or nothing's getting done. Okay? So again, how often do your actions, like, are they consistent? Okay? And and in alignment with with your authentic self and your purpose. 80%? Well, then you know that you're only scoring 0.8. Let's say your your intentions are 100, but your actions are 8. Now now you're at 1.8. Minus, and that's out of 2. Minus your transgressions. Well, we can assume that maybe your transgressions, if you had 8, your actions are only 8, 8%, um, 80%, you know, in alignment with what you're supposed to do. Let's assume the other 2% or 20% is like what you're not supposed to do. A transgression, not being true to self, right? Okay, doing things you know are wrong that are going to pull you away from your journey of becoming your best self. Well, if if you already know that that's, you know, 20%, then you know that your equation is, you know, 1 plus 0.8 minus 20%. And that's where you get your equation over 2. That's your content of character score. Of course, the dream is you have no transgressions, zero. Your intentions are 100% authentic, okay? Your actions are 100% consistent and in alignment with your journey of becoming your best self. And you score a two over two. You're complete, you're whole. You have a good, strong content of character. Now, it's up to you what you think the right score would be or an appropriate score would be for self. I'm not here to judge and I'm nobody's jury. I'm just saying that if you wanted a little way of measuring your progress, that equation might help. I'll post that equation at Jesse's World XO on Instagram. Be sure to follow there, okay? And you already know we're moving on to love, fam, and shoutouts. And today I'm going to shout out one of the most favorite people in my life, one of the people I love the very most of all people. And this person's done so much for me. And, and, and as, as of late, they are doing more and more. And I'm just so grateful for them because they're making my life better and better. And I can see like the impact of them and what a blessing they are to me. And so big up yourself, Jessica, Jessica Lambert, a.k.a. Jessica Vibes with a Z. Big up yourself, Jesse, a.k.a. Jesse of Jesse's World. Big up yourself. Yes. Me. I shout out me. I shout out myself. I'm sending love to myself. I appreciate my damn self. (laughs) Honestly, it's okay to love yourself and shout out yourself. I'm here giving everybody their flowers. Sometimes you need to buy yourself some flowers. I just gave myself some flowers, guys. Give yourself some flowers too. Make sure you shout yourself out. Make sure you see your blessings. Make sure you highlight the appreciative and appreciative inquiry, okay? You really focus on the positive and accentuate the positive. Yes, man, I shout me out. I love me. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you for making yourself a priority. Thank you for turning it into an entire movement that encourages other people to make themselves a priority too. Thank you for showing up every week, even on the hard weeks, and still doing the hard work of this, making sure to speak the truth, about becoming your best self, about manifesting your best self, and to do it every day yourself. 
You're holding yourself to a higher bar every day because you know people are watching and listening and you're watching and you're listening and you know that this is a real movement worthy of doing. Yes, Jessica, I'm proud of you, Jessica. Big up yourself. I love you, Jessica. I love you. See? That's how you must treat yourself. All right. You ready for today's quote? Here we go. Your business, finances, relationships, love life. All of it rests on the foundation that is the content of your character. Okay? Eventually that will get posted on Jesse's World XO too. Your business, finances, relationships, and love life rest on the foundation that is the content of your character. Everything is built on that, on the content of your character, on your inner beauty, on your inner alignment, on your inner gifts, okay? Um, so actually, usually I do gods and goddesses first. I brought you straight over to... Um, to the quote just because really it just set the tone it brought it down and I just want to take we're going to do a short segment for gods and goddesses and I just want to do a little meditation just to bring us back to center and help us visualize what we're manifesting which is our best self and starting with who we are really in the inside job that we need to do who we want to be from an inside perspective. Okay, so let's center ourselves first. Let's breathe in. Mm, let's breathe out. Okay, let's breathe in. Mm, let's breathe out. Another deep breath, okay? In. centered all right good now I want you to just realize keep breathing while I talk okay in and out deep breaths a lot of the times when people talk about being them best their best selves in this world they talk about a house a car a boat a trip clothes name brand, Ciroc, whatever, drinks, bottles, swag, partners, money, salaries, investments, stocks, real estate, 401ks. We're not talking about any of those things. Those things are of the world when you leave. Those things are left here. And if you're building from the outside in, you're building backwards. We need to start inside. Breathe in. And we need to then relate to the outside world. So when you visualize, because we're visualizing now our best selves, okay? Who are you inside? Who 
do you think was sent to this earth? What gifts do you feel like you were given? What is it you feel you're meant to manifest? And are you meant to be, are you an empath? Do you have the ability to connect with others? Are you a healer? Are you a lover? Are you a builder? Are you an inventor? What is your gift? Do you have several gifts? One, two, three. What are your gifts? Have you been using your gifts? Have you nurtured them? Were they forgotten? Have you been abandoning them? It's okay, take a moment to embrace your gifts now. Reintroduce yourself. Even if you're using your gifts regularly, hug them in your mind's eye. Love them, thank them for bringing abundance and purpose into your life. And whether you have the abundance already or it's forthcoming, you know that now you're on this path. The abundance is already on its way. Hug those gifts. Give thanks to God for those gifts. You're so unique and beautiful. You're so blessed. Wow, your gifts are so special. They're just yours. No one else has exactly the same gift. It's like a fingerprint. And only you can fulfill your mission. Only you can make those gifts grow. Love them and water them. And let them grow into strong, beautiful gifts that improve the world by strengthening your inner gifts. You strengthen the world, the whole world. Wow. You're so powerful and beautiful. What is your character? Are you loving? Are you kind? Are you humble? Are you honest? Do you have a clean heart? Have you been living in a way that has muckied up your heart? Do you know you need to clean your energy, clean your heart, clean your intentions? That's okay. We have a whole series coming up. Eight episodes all about energy cleansing. And we're going to be doing an online event to wrap up the eight sessions or the eight episodes. And you're going to be on top of the world. There's an answer for everything There's a solution to every problem, a pot to every lid. You're you're covered. You're covered. You can have a clean heart. No matter where you are today, you can cleanse your energy, cleanse your heart, cleanse your intentions. You can't be jealous of anyone. It's not possible. You just found your gifts. You just hugged your gifts. You just thanked your gifts. You have so much. Your arms are so full. You couldn't want something else. 
Everything you have is exactly what you need. You have what you need. God has blessed you. You're so rich. You're rich in what matters and your cup is about to run it over. Mm, Give thanks to God. Give thanks to you for showing up for this podcast, for listening, for following, for tuning in, for doing the work that you need to do to be your best you. Mm, Give thanks. Yes, man. Yes, we're all gods and goddesses. That's why we have this segment. Just to remind you of how beautiful and worthy you are. Okay, guys, it's time for affirmation. And you know after that it's going to be wrapping up. This is a long show, so maybe you want it to end, maybe you don't. (laughs) But don't go anywhere until we do our affirmation, okay? It's a nice, good, long affirmation. You can rewind if you want. I don't think I'll be doing it twice, but it's good. And it's important. All right. Today, I recommit to me. I give myself permission to put myself first. Because only when my cup runneth over can I pour blessings into and onto other areas of my life, onto others that I love, and onto the whole entire world. I have a duty to nurture, grow, and share my unique talents and gifts, and to bless the world as God intended. I may fall 1,000 times, but I will rise 1,001 because I have purpose. I will heal my battle wounds, confront my fears, build my strengths, let go of the past and walk proudly into the abundant light that lies ahead for me. I am success manifesting. My dash will rise. Okay, guys. I'll put that affirmation on Jesse's World XO on Instagram um, at some point. I just love you all so much. I really am so grateful to share this platform with you, to be on this journey with you, to be doing such worthwhile work together and to just be on this movement. Anyone who's DM'd me uh, words of encouragement, I get that, you know, often lately and it's just such a blessing and there's never too much so feel free to dm me at jessica vibes with a z on instagram follow me um let me know how your transformation's going how this podcast helps you 
Uh, please share. Please tell others about us. It's how we're going to grow this community of, of peer support and how we're going to help improve this world while each of us improve ourselves, right? It's a whole mission. It's a whole movement. I'm so humbled by your time and your energy and your entrusting me to help, you know, guide this movement and, and be on this journey with you. And I'm just, I'm just so filled with love and gratitude. And um, I'm very, very excited about what we're going to achieve and what lies ahead. So I look forward to you tuning in again. Um, you know that we we're, we we have new episodes every week, two times a week. Um, I'm really excited also every Wednesday we're going to be doing our live, you know, our be, our best self live on Instagram at Jesse's World XO J E S S I E S W O R L D X O. Okay, the XO is the love I have for you. Thanks so much for tuning in and you guys have a lovely bright and blessed day. Okay. Make sure to comment and let me know your thoughts on the episode and please 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 leave reviews. And we really do appreciate when you leave reviews. It makes a difference.